Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is war. Yes, it's new information. War, persecution, water, and food. Yeah, I don't go out digging for all of this. <laughs> Matter of fact, most of you send it to me at askstandardprophecyclub.com. This is just what the news is saying, and I'm just bringing it to you in relating to Bible prophecy. Now, before I get into that, I'm asking everybody to pray about this. So Sunday night, Sunday night, excuse me, about, again, I can't remember if it was 517 or 617, but I was taking a nap, my big chair, TV was off, and all of a sudden I heard words, and I heard I have some really bad news. And what I saw was a newspaper, and it wasn't just the newspaper. I assume it was an angel or something. I mean, it flew in so fast I couldn't read what it said. I didn't read one word on it. I tried, believe me. But what the point was is that the top half of the newspaper, in all caps, really tall letters, and it was all red, whatever the headline was. I do remember it has an exclamation mark at the end of it. So whatever it was, it's really, really important. Not for Prophecy Club, not for our family. This was for America. And I think he brought it to us, my brothers and sisters, because we've been faithful to pray for our nation in the past. And if we want more news like this, more information, we got to continue praying. I think this is a reward because we have been praying. But I also think that it's a, we got to really pray. So I'm asking people, there's no fasting, but I am asking everybody to pray four times a day for the next four days. So this or this this prayer started Monday, so it's going to go through Thursday of this week. So again, I heard audible voice say, I've got some really bad news. Newspaper couldn't read, but it just had two lines, all caps, red letters. So I'm what I'm praying is, Lord, whatever that bad news is on that newspaper, do not let it come to pass in Jesus' name. Every time it comes, I'm, I'm probably praying a whole lot more than four times a day, but at least four times a day, because we got to stop this. I believe that, matter of fact, Coverstone come up with a new dream, and I will probably be talking about it tomorrow. But one of the things specifically the angel said to him is that these things are coming because I've told the people to pray, and they're not praying. Well, you can't say that about Prophecy Club people, because we certainly have been praying. Which, by the way... If you go to prophecyclub.com, scroll to the very bottom, you can join our Fast Track team, which is where we specifically pray for Prophecy Club and the ministry and things like that. Go check it out. Anyway, so Lord, we do not want whatever's on the front page of this newspaper to come to pass. We ask that you send your angels out, minister protecting guardian and warrior angels out to see that this is stopped in Jesus' name. All right, on to our topic today. First of all, War. What's up with the situation with war? Remember, these are the things that we look for just as the tribulation starts. So as these things gear up more, it tells us we're getting closer and closer to the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. HalTurnRadioShow.com headline, Covert Intel, France has sudden and dramatic change of tune. He says the West needs to be kind to Russia. Now, this is the, the French president now that has been all, you know, teary-eyed for Ukraine, as just about all the world has, because Ukraine, the Moloch ball worshippers, the one that own and control the, the news media for the world, really. 
So all of a sudden, he's saying that the Macron is now saying, wait a minute, West, you know, you need to be kind to Russia. I agree. He's also told Ukraine it must wait decades to join the EU. I agree, too. French intelligence accepted communications involving a diplomat and found out that, oh, listen to this, that Moscow has set up a coded system via shortwave radio so that all Russian embassies and consulates in the EU and the USA must be kept tuned to it 24-7. And when a specific thing is broadcast on those shortwave frequencies, that that is a signal to the, dip, dip, the, the diplomats to hit the road, Jack, get out of there, come back to Russia. Now, well, why would they do that? Only one reason, uh, and that would be because Russia is about to hit whatever someplace, either EU or USA or both, with uh, nuclear weapons. By the way, I see, I see you trying to read what is on my shirt. Why, it's my Jayhawks, my national champions. Sorry, but I lived in Kansas for 20-some-odd years, and I fell in love with the Jayhawks. Okay, so anyway, when a specific thing is broadcast on these shortwave frequencies, that is a signal, leave Dodge, okay, get out right now, immediately, because a nuclear missile launch has been ordered. These are the kind of things that happen <laughs> before world wars. Diplomats will not have much time at all to drop whatever they're doing and get out. Inside each country, the diplomats from Russia have been told where they should flee to so that nuclear blasts and radiation will not affect them, at least initially. When French President Macron was told that the Russian diplomats were given an actual pre-nuclear attack bug-out instruction, he finally understood that Russia is not bluffing. They're not kidding about using nukes. Now, we know... Eventually, they will. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Bible says that that uh, the earth has moved at the taking of Babylon, meaning America. He went on to say Paris is, in fact, an actual target. I think that's significant. This is all telling us that tribulation getting close. By the, by the way, I also want to say, do not fear. Russia is not about to attack America. Uh, and if we understood what uh, the prophet has said the other day, probably we have seven years. I'm not going to guarantee that, but that's my best guess. Anyway, let's go on. Persecution. We see it coming, or at least we should. Remember, Demetri is told the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America. Now, here's the point we want to look at. Started by the communists, some of the people will start fighting against the government. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. Why? Well, directly it's saying that when the good guys, and that's why I think it'll happen, when the good guys kick out the bad guys, there's a whole bunch of bad guys that didn't like that. And so all of a sudden, there's rioting, there's fighting, there's burning, there's looting on a scale Probably the world has never seen, not not just America, but I mean, the world's never seen it get this bad. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack. Now, with that in mind, let's concentrate on some of the people will start fighting against the government. 
These are the early throes of it. Sacred Heart of Mary Catholic Church, vandalized with pro-abortion graffiti again, second time in less than a year, all over pro-life. Abortion activists firebomb another pro-life group's office with Molotov cocktails, lifenews.com says. And here's a picture of a an air conditioner that's been bombed. In the second such attack, abortion activists have firebombed another pro-life group's office in retaliation for a draft of a Supreme Court opinion that overturns Roe v. Wade. They threw Molotov cocktails into Wisconsin Family Action's office. The second attack has occurred in Salem, Oregon, as radical leftists targets Oregon right, Oregon right to Life, a longtime pro-life organization. Diane Westfall found shattered glass from broken windows covering a corner riddled with burned books. The smell of smoke persisted for hours after the fire, which damaged the corner office, carpet, and the wall beneath the window. And scrolled on the side of the wall said, if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. Okay, can you imagine when the good guys kick out the bad guys in an internal revolution? You imagine how bad it's going to get in America? I mean, we are about to see things go down quickly. Let's go on. I think this is a forerunner of what's happening. We're probably going to see this in a neighborhood near us. However, where it's really going, this is where it is now. This is where it's going, according to the prophecies, where the people are being rounded up. You must take the mark, and they're actually killing them if they don't take the mark. Now, this is a picture of what we know the mark of the beast will look like. If you haven't heard that, this is what it'll look like. It'll look like a yellow sun with a hand in it. And also, this is the number of the beast. So let's move on. Pastor Andrew Brunson. Oh, man. This is another one of those things that that got me. Uh, Perhaps you remember this guy. Andrew Brunson to U.S. Christians, get ready for persecution. He spent a couple of years in a Turkish prison. I'm not going to go into all the details about that. I just want to get to the point here. He says, the American pastor who has imprisoned for two years in Turkey on false charges is now warning Christians in the United States that an environment of increasing hostility that they need to prepare to face the mankind, the kind of persecution experienced by fellow believers around the world. So he's saying, get ready, America. He sees it coming now. He sees it coming to America. So Andrew Brunson, in a column for Decision Magazine, confessed that he wasn't prepared for the horrors he suffered in a Turkish prison. You know been doing this prophecy stuff 40 years and I want to think that I prepared but I'm listening to what this pastor said he says basically you think you're prepared (laughs) you're not really prepared I think we all need to do a heart check and ask ourselves if we're prepared he says some real important things here He says, I came close to failing. You know, that scares me. I came close to failing. At times I was suicidal. I was overcome with fear and despair. Increasingly hostile to those identify clearly with Jesus and his teaching. He says, you can count on it. It's coming to America. He said in this column, he believes that there are two wedge issues that will drive persecution. Boy, this really spoke to me. First, 
the exclusivity of Jesus in salvation. Meaning, we say, and the Bible says, that there is no other name under heaven whereby men may be saved, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man cometh to the Father, Father but by him. He is the door. There is no other way to eternal life but through Jesus. And he says that particular thing makes all of the other religions, all of the other gods very, very angry, and their people come after you with a vengeance. I can understand that. Second, that Jesus demands obedience from his followers in a number of areas that are hotly contested in our culture, such as sexual immorality, gender identity, marriage, family, life, and biblical justice. Coverstone's talked about that in a lot of his dreams, that they're going to be beating pulpits and beating people and arresting people and judges are going to be saying you can't preach like that anymore. What what I'm trying to say is, I hope you're not taking this like just a program. Hopefully, hopefully we can shake ourselves and say, are we really ready? I, I tell you what, I'm I'm impressed to tell you a story. It would have been about 1998. We had uh, Gene Bacon, prophet, wonderful prophet of the Lord. And he was really good at giving personal prophecies. He's given me, Leslie, several of them, been accurate and come to pass. So I set up a speaking tour of like 30, I don't know, 30 some odd cities. And I said, look at it. I said, how many prophecies can you give in an evening? He said, yeah, how, three hours? I said, yeah, three hours. He said, probably about 60. I said, well, if we do this in December, we don't have as many people attending our meetings. So probably less than 60 will attend, and you can give personal prophecies to every one of them. You know, if there are more than 60, then I'll give personal prophecies to them. So, (laughs) I'll never forget, (laughs) Kansas City, first evening, we had a... (laughs) We had 120 people show up, and I thought, Ugh. now I have to stick to my word. So we tore up little pieces of paper with numbers on them through 1 to 120. We handed them out to everybody. Okay, and I said, look, if you got numbers 1 through 60, you get to go, <laughs> you get to go over and get a, a real prophecy from the prophet. I said, if you got 61 and above, you got to take your chance on me. Well, the Holy Spirit was faithful. And I remember that there was one lady and a young man that stepped up. And I remember it distinctly like it was right now. So this young couple stepped up, and this one guy was wearing boots and blue jeans and kind of like a cowboy outfit, cowboy hat on. And this other woman wore a, a white turtleneck, kind of a sweater type top. And they were probably, yeah, 18 to 22 years old. So as I stepped up, now here's the way we were doing it. We had a little handheld tape recorder. We wanted them to get a copy of the prophecy for their own benefit. And also, we, we didn't want them saying, oh, you said something that we didn't really say. So it was to protect both of us. So anyway, we worked it is. Joanne, uh, which works with Prophecy Club, even to this day, she would fast forward the audio tape past the leader, and then she had two of these tape recorders. She would hand me a tape recorder. That way I just pushed record and then said whatever the Lord told me to say and then handed them the tape, 
and picked up the next one, next couple, and it was just like, boom, boom, 60 prophecies right in a row like that. So this couple steps up. Man, as soon as they stepped up, I knew what I was going to have to say. And I didn't start the record yet. I just looked at the ground. Matter of fact, I remember looking at the guy's shoes. And I'm just saying under my breath, and I said, Lord, you are not going to make me say that, are you? Very softly and tenderly, I heard him say, you said you would say anything that I told you to say. All right, fine. (laughs) I will say it, but you didn't say I had to look at him when I said it. I don't want to even look at him, so say this. So I just kept looking at, looking at his boots, which is the reason I can tell you what he's wearing. Blue cowboy shirt, brown uh, uh, cowboy hat, and and brown cowboy boots. So I pushed record, and I said, okay. I didn't look up. I pointed my finger at this guy, and I said, you have been called to persecution. And this guy, and he has his hands in his pockets. He goes, mm. I thought, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. So I just kept my, my eyes on his feet. You've been called to persecution. The Lord wants you to know that you're going to go through many tortures and many trials and difficulties for the name of Jesus. You are going to be a living testimony for him. You are going to be tortured for Christ many times, many ways. But he wants you to know that this is his call. And all the time, this guy's got his hands in his pocket going, mm, mm. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. Mm, mm. I, I don't know what's going on. I just, I, I'm just a delivery boy here. I'm just going to deliver it. I said, I, I see that you're going to be beaten. You're going to be behind barbed wire. You're going to go through a lot for the name of Jesus. But he wants you to know that he is going to be with you and he will promise you ultimate victory. But you will give your life for the name of the Lord Jesus. And I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. So finally, then I looked up to see his wife. And I've never seen anybody cry with her eyes open. But I mean, her eyes were like big as silver dollars like this. And I, I, I looked up and there were two wet rings here on her white sweater. And just tears just running down her cheek like this. I looked at her and I thought, I shouldn't have looked. I said, you, I said, you are going to be his intercessor. You are going to pray strength to him. And the Lord wants you to know that as he is going through this torment, these tests, these trials, these beatings, as he's going through that, you're going to be in your prayer closet on your knees praying for him. And the Lord is going to open up a window in the spirit. So you can see what he is going through for the name of Jesus. And you're going to pray strength. 
you're going to pray him through this. And the Lord wants you to get on a massive Bible memorization program, not by the verse, not by the chapter, but by the book. You get on a, King James, you get on a massive Bible reading memorization program. But the Lord wants you to know that both of you are called to do this, and this is going to be successful. This is the Lord. He is with you. And I stopped the tape. I took the tape out, and I handed it to her, and I said, you know, by the way, that this, this guy walks off. And I mean, he, he, he stumbles off. He's got his hand in his pocket. He's going, mm, 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 mm. He kind of stumbles off, and I thought, why does, I, I turned to her. I said, look, lady, I said, you know, normally I'm just delivery boy here. And normally it is none of my business what the Lord says to anybody. I try not to listen to it. I just deliver the message. I said, but in this case, I got to know what in the world is going on here. She says, well, we're newly wed. And ever since we got married, he's been saying this thing. And I kept rebuking it, rebuking it, rebuking it, and I wouldn't receive it. She says, all right, I'll receive it. And reaches up, takes the tape, and turns around and walks off. <laughs> I'm thinking, wow. Now, I'm trying not to get emotional. But the truth is, the truth is, if we live our three score and ten on this earth, if we're alive right now, we are probably, and I can show you this in Dimitri's writings, what the angel spoke to Dimitri Dudeman. We are probably going to have the opportunity to deny the name of Jesus. Many of us will become overcomers. Now, being an overcomer, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Now, before I memorized uh, the book of Revelation, I thought that that would mean that they had to die for the name of Jesus. That's not correct. To be an overcomer, what you have to do is see the beast, hear the beast, but not take that mark of the beast. And it's going to be the biggest challenge in human history. Because the Lord gives the beast a mouth speaking great things and blasphemy. And power is given to him to continue 42 months. And he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life from the foundation of the world. A great test is heading our way, my brothers and sisters. Now, you can get scared, crawl up in a fetal position, bite your nails, or you're going to start memorizing that Bible, King James. Or you can start getting ready mentally and emotionally. Lord, what do I need to do? Strengthen me. Show me what I need to do. Show me what I need to do. How do I get prepared? And he'll prepare you. Now, now let's go on. Those who are faithful in Jesus and upholding gospel exclusivity and obedience to Christ are going to be labeled as evil people. You're the problem, okay? You're evil. We've talked about this several times. Labeled as evil people, and those who persecute us will justify themselves, will justify themselves. Remember the Bible, it says that they shall kill you thinking that they doeth God's service. There you go. Will justify themselves by saying 
that we, the Christians, we are the people of hate, that we carry the message, a message of hate. You better hear what it's saying here. The pastor said that the majority of believers are not ready for the pressures. The majority of, pressure of believers are not ready for the pressures. The majority of believers are not ready for the pressures of persecution, and this is very dangerous. You know, when I read this, these words shook me. Brunson believes that one of the purposes of God had in my imprisonment that I would learn how to stand. I will learn how to stand under pressure, even when I was weak and overwhelmed. And that this was in part so that I can encourage others. Read it again. I would learn how to stand under pressure, even when I was weak and overwhelmed. And this was in part so that I, that's talking about you and I, you watchmen that look, if you watching right now, if you made it through this, this far, if you watch this program on a regular basis, you are a watchman. This is talking to us all, you and me, okay? The hard truth is that God allows his children to suffer persecution. The hard truth is that God allows his children to suffer persecution, and it can be more difficult than we think. He said, I had an idealistic view of how I would handle intense persecution like imprisonment. And looking back, I think it would have helped me to know how difficult it can be. I think it would have helped me to know how difficult it can be. I think it would have helped me to know how difficult it can be. So that I could adjust my mindset and my expectations. He warned against con about confidently declaring that persecution would be good for us. So bring it on. He said, don't do that. Don't say persecution will be good for us. Don't say persecution is going to be good for the nation. Don't say bring it on. Because what comes out of our mouth is what the devil is able to do. And what we can also stop. He said, we need to be careful not to be overconfident. I say to you again, it can be more difficult than we think. And God's faithfulness, his help, his grace, may look different than what we would expect. The only thing we could do, my brothers and sisters, is just pray that God would give us strength. Now let's talk about water. Lake Powell officials take unprecedented emergency steps to delay water releases as levels plummet. The measures are intended to buy the surrounding communities more time to plan for the very real possibility that the reservoir the country's second largest reservoir, would soon run out of water and the ability to produce hydropower. In other words, electricity for a lot of people, about to go away. Now, I guess I should probably mention, I just, <clears throat> just got off the phone and just got, I'm going to give you a little inside information here. Since if, you, if you've listened this far, you deserve some, some encouragement. I just got clearance that Joseph Kitchen has made arrangements to get a solution for people that we've been getting people call or, or email and saying, hey, what do you do when the electricity goes off? Because that electrical mill, that's got to, to, to take the, the wheat berries to flour. What do you do when the electricity goes off? We now have that solution, and we will be talking about it uh, possibly in the next day or so. 
So we do have a solution when the electricity goes off. Yes, you will still be able to make bread. Now let's go on. So the first step is releasing more water from upstream on the Colorado River this year. The second is water will be held back in Lake Powell itself instead of being sent to downstream states. You get this? So this is the second largest water reservoir supply in the nation is almost out of water. We've never taken this step before. Lake Powell has dropped around 100 feet in the last three years. Glen Canyon Dam has lost about 16% of its capacity to generate power. It didn't say 16% less water. It's saying there's not a water in there to generate all of the electricity they should be generating. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means electricity is going to be going up in price, but it means some of them ain't going to be getting electricity. We're knocking on the door of judgment. This is what one of the people the dam said. So they're having a dam problem. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> we're, knocking, we're knocking on the door of Judgment Day. Judgment Day being we don't have any water to give anybody. Lake Mead, which is the largest water reservoir in the country, the water level is now low enough to expose one of the res reservoir's original 1971 water intake valves for the very first time. The valve can no longer draw water. It's out of the, it, it's, it, it, if it turned it on, it'd draw air. There's no water over it. So, yeah, if we're catching this as saying, saying there's not going to be electricity to some people and there's not going to be water to some people. A body of barrel police say it is likely homicide victim from the 1980s. Now, let me back up. The officials of the weekend made another disturbing discovery at Lake Mead. They found a body in a barrel. They figured it was from the 1980s. In other words, the water level is so low that they're finding bodies in barrels, and they're saying that we're suspecting we're going to find some more. Who knows what they're going to find because now the water level is so low there that they're getting to the bottom of the lake. It's likely we'll find more bodies. Now let's talk about food. Yeah, again, uh, you're sending this to me, so here it comes. Soaring fertilizer prices put global food security at risk. Now, if you look at this chart, this is going back to 2018 through 2022. And this shows the price of fertilizer. Now, I want you to notice here. Okay, so this is 2021. Look at what has happened basically in the last year. They've doubled and doubled and doubled and doubled again. So what does that mean? That means that food is going to be more expensive. But if the farmer, these days the, the land is languisheth, the Bible says. If you don't put fertilizer on it, you don't get things to grow. If you don't put some kind of bug killer, the bugs eat, eat what does grow. So without the modern farming techniques, there'll be a lot of people that simply won't have anything to eat. I don't want to be one of them. Why it matters? Skyrocketing fertilizer costs from nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium are driving up food prices, and even worse, threatening food security. Price of free MPK were up 125% in January. That's fertilizer. The looming European ban on Russian natural gas, natural gas is also used to make fertilizer, could worsen the situation. If farmers use less fertilizer, they won't get as many crops. And that raises the specter of malnutrition, political unrest, 
and ultimately the otherwise affordable loss of human, of unavoidable loss of human life. China, the country which supplies 24% of the world's phosphates and 13% of the nitrogen fertilizers, 2% of the potash halted, I said halted fertilizer exports this past summer. See, the Moloch and Baal worshippers, they're controlling all this. All of this is contrived. Like they told Benjamin Fulford, we have ruled this planet for thousands of years, and we'll destroy it rather than give it up. So this is them destroying it because the good guys are trying to kick them out. That's part of the internal revolution. War. Russia's invasion of Ukraine disrupted trading in the Black Sea, putting the global food supply in peril. In 2020, Russia provided 14% of the nitrogen fertilizer, with Belarus at 41% of the potash, a potassium fertilizer. Count on it. There will be a time that we will walk into a grocery store and there will be massive empty shelves. It's coming. If we can see, it's coming. Now, I... (laughs) What was it, uh, back in November, December, before Joseph Kitchen even started? We were looking around for places to start buying wheat. And one of the places I looked, right here, kansaswheat.com. I went there, and they said, would you like to sign up to get uh, reports on wheat? Yeah, I mean, I almost never signed up for any of that stuff, but I signed up this time. Uh, yeah, send me reports on wheat. Well, da, 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 guess what? I got one. Here's what it says. News release, Southwest Kansas wheat devastated by drought. This is from the Kansas Wheat Commission. It says, last week we saw must needed rainfall across the state, but areas in Southwest Kansas missed out on it once again. Much of Southwest Kansas has gone nearly 300 days without an inch of precip- precipitation. So that's a really big problem. End of the American dream. Now we're being warned that shortages of diesel fuel and electricity are coming in the months ahead. It says diesel fuel shortage and the nationwide electricity shortage is all coming. Without diesel, our trains, I hadn't thought of that. Okay, we, we think of diesel as 18-wheelers, but trains run on diesel too. Without diesel, our trains, trucks don't run. And if they don't run... America's supply chains completely and utterly collapse. So even a modern shortage would be absolutely paralyzing for the United States. Unfortunately, supplies are rapidly dwindling, and we are being warned that a global diesel shortage, a global diesel shortage will soon shock people. We're looking at a nightmare in terms of global diesel shortage that will shock people starting in June. They say right now they only have about three days demand of diesel. So if somebody turns it off, like a war or something like that, as you can see, things will get really difficult quick. We tend to think when there's no diesel, the price goes up. But what if there's really, really no diesel at any price? Trains, tankers, trucks all run on diesel, farming, manufacturing, metals, and mining. The nationwide baby formula shortage, and I know you probably heard about this. I heard about it on Fox News, but it's all over. 40% of the top-selling baby formula producers are out of stock. 1,100 stores shows. National out-of-stock levels jumped 9% points. 
limiting the number of products consumers allowed to purchase, Walgreens, CVS, the big ones, limiting customers to three infant toddler formula products per transaction, places that we normally shop. In six U.S. states, more than 50% of the formula was out of stock in April. So, I mean, I can go on and read. I think you got the point. So let me get on. Biden White House avoids Oval Office for press events in part because it has no teleprompter. Now, I was a little afraid to put this out back right after January of 2021, but several reports are saying, or at that time were saying, Biden is not really in the White House. They were saying that. I, I was afraid to say that. I thought they might take me off. But now Fox News is saying it. Yeah, I guess it's okay to say it now. But the point is, we were told this a long time ago. So apparently they're saying, well, he's in like a a fake place. And the reason he's there is because he can't easily read the teleprompter screen. Um, (laughs) Baloney is the way we say it in Texas, or even worse. The Prophecy Club app is probably the simplest, easiest way to follow Prophecy Club that there is. If you want to get it, I'll explain how it works. Go to prophecyclub.com, and then if you're Apple, you click right here. If you're um, Android, you click right here, and this is what you'll see. If you're Android, it will look like this, and you download. You, you want to look for this symbol here. Download that and click install. If you're Apple, you click, and it'll look like this. Then after you download the app, it will look like this. So here's the way you do it. It'll remember you're going to download something that looks like this. So if you want to look at, say, one month, you click here. A past month or a past month, it downloads all of the at the apps or all of the programs. You click on one, it starts playing. You can either watch it or listen to it, your choice, either one. And if you get a phone call or something interrupts you, it pauses, and then after the phone call, it'll start again. It's probably the easiest way to follow us. So let me encourage you to go and get an app. Also, if you want to have food in the trouble ahead, this is actually a loaf of bread that I made. Cut that into 14 slices. That feeds one person for one week. I recommend you go to josephskitchen.com, get a machine package, which is all the gizmos you need to take the wheat berries, and you make whole wheat bread. Wheat berries, 30 seconds, you got flour. Two hours and 20 minutes later, you got a nice hot steaming loaf of whole wheat bread. So then... After you get the machines package, you have to decide. you want supplies or food enough for one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year? And I calculated it up. If you put all those together, this is just how cheap it can be. So you get a machines package, $620. Then you order six people one year, $3,700. So you divide that 4320 by six. That's about $720 a person per year. Most of the other freeze-dried, your long-term storage, emergency food places out there, they're selling it for around nine or $10,000 for one person one year. You got that? Nine or $10,000, one person one year, Joseph's Kitchen doing it, and the ballpark around $1,000. And if you're thinking about getting gold or silver, we're going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, tell them your Prophecy Club. <clears throat> they love Prophecy Club people because they're informed. And I also want you to go to this. I can't say the words on this page. You have to look. So you go to this location, 
and then you search these three words. Watch the water. I'll say those words. And you watch this guy, and he's going to tell you, and apparently he is very convincing based upon the people responding. What he's saying is they are already putting poison in the tap and in the bottled water, and Leslie confirms that with the prophets she gave back in 2011. She's not going to be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. So if you want to get a Berkey water filter, you go to prophecyclub.com, you click Berkey's. I recommend at least you get this one. This is the, the, the big Berkey. A lot of people are getting the Imperials in here. I have the Crown Berkey, which has eight filters. It's enough to filter water for a whole neighborhood. And I want to remind you, this is what the ships look like off of China. So a lot of the things that we are expecting to be coming from China, not coming. They're still in a big lockdown. I just watched Fox News last night. Still, they have locked down China. <laughs> they aren't even making a lot of the computers, a lot of things. They've just stopped China from moving. That means it's going to affect us. If you think about getting an EMP shield device so your car will start or your computers in your home will not be corrupted or fried the computer chips when there's some kind of an EMP blast or a suitcase nuke, then we'll send you to empshield.com. And if you enter the promo code PROPHECY, you'll get a $50 discount, and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.